All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. This is a Web Canopy Studio production. Tim, another episode, another day, another Corona quarantine, another sunny day, finally, another day not getting to see your face in person and smell you and be around your musk. That's the second or third time you said that. It's Should just starting to be worried. It's depressing me. I need me some Tim face to face time. <laughs> My wife's actually worried about you. Is she? Yeah, we were talking about you earlier. She's like, I don't. I was thinking about Tim today. I wonder how he's doing. Oh, no. I'm like, he's not doing good. He looks terrible. <laughs> I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Did you guys uh, do any April Fool's pranks today? No, but someone sent me a a cat fax thing where I just kept getting facts about cats for a good hour <laughs> and a half, two hours. <laughs> like how? In the mail? Uh, no, on my phone. I just got a text message every 15 minutes about a cat fact. No way. Yeah, like cats, when they have a meal, it's the equivalent of five mice, like a cat food meal and stuff like that. So it went on for a good hour and a half. Was there some interesting facts or was it annoying? Um, it was like Siamese cats carry albino genes that work only when the body temperature is above 98 degrees Fahrenheit. How? Yeah. Who did this to you? John Aiken. Oh, John. I actually knew that. I wasn't sure if he knew it or not. No, he told me earlier today. Yeah, yeah. I guess... Um, you can. She spent two bucks, and he got this <laughs> yeah. sent to me. That was a good one. I was annoyed when I first got. It. I'm like, where did I get my number to? Like, I was trying to think of all these spam places. I'm like, did I get my number out somewhere? I, I couldn't remember. But now it makes sense now. So yes, that was my only prank I did. We didn't even. I tried to get the kids, and my wife came home to like act all nice, and then surprise, we're crazy. But it didn't work out the way I planned. But <laughs> you should have pranked your kids. That's the funniest one. I know they're still too young to really grasp the whole April Fool's Day. They think I'm just serious. Like yeah. you're not getting any presents or like something. <laughs> they're like, "What?" So, maybe maybe next year. When I was younger, I used to always replace my dad's sugar with salt. I would dump out <laughs> his whole sugar can and I would just put salt in there and every morning he would dump a big thing of salt in his coffee. Every year you'd fall for it. Classic. Classic John. <laughs> So funny. What a scoundrel. I know. But anyways, anything new going on with you other than 
Nothing? No. Quarantine, my uh, my family got Disney Plus. So I've been watching some of the old Pixar movies that I grew up on. And it's kind of funny to watch them again, like 15, 20 years later as an adult. And like you catch all the little, they throw in a lot of adult jokes that goes over the kids' heads. Yeah, they keep it interesting for the, which ones did you watch? Uh, po- uh, Pocahontas and Toy Story 1, 2, and I'm on the third one now. You've watched so. two Toy Stories already? Yeah. Wow. I don't think I've ever seen Pocahontas, but Toy Story is legit. They're a good movie. No, they're, they're so good. Series. Yeah. I, have, I never saw the fourth one either, so I'm excited to get there. So they have four. I was going to say do they have four or five, or how many do they have? The fourth one just came out within the last couple of years. And it's on Disney Plus already? Yeah. Disney right. Plus. We got to get them as a sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Got to yeah. get it, Tim. No free ads. No free ads at all. All right. Well, we had an interesting idea. We we're kind of batting around ideas, what we should do. You know, there's no content really. A couple more Ottawa senators had got a coronavirus. That's yeah. exciting. So that brings up the four for them, two for Colorado. Nobody else really. It's weird they won't name their names. Do you think that's weird? I don't know. I mean, is, is it embarrassing for them? Is it identity protection? I don't know. I'd be embarrassed. If I got it, I would be embarrassed. But there's nothing to be embarrassed about. It's like the the basketball guys are out and about saying they have coronavirus. They're not keeping anybody hidden. I just, I don't know why they would do that. I don't know. That's true. One of the Celtics players already recovered, um, but everyone knew that he had it. You know, it wasn't hidden. I I just think it's, if if you want to make this thing real and make people worried about this virus, you you tell people who has it. And like, okay, well, this guy has it. Auto, I... Who on the, uh, Anthony Duclair has it, you know? And then everyone's like, whoa, that's an actual person, not an unnamed person has this virus. So I don't know why, who's, whose order that is. I don't understand that. It's got to be Gary, right? Because even celebrities are, are coming out and saying they have it. So it's not yeah. like it's a big secret. They're so weird, the NHL sometimes. Like the, the stuff that they do, it just doesn't make sense when you just sit down and think about it. I'm sure he has some reasoning. He's like, oh, we don't want anybody to think the NHL has this disease because we're going to open up soon. This might be an end game for them to try to salvage a season, which Maybe. I don't think they can anymore. Anyways, whatever. Taze was talking about the playoff system, putting in how many teams? 24-team playoff or something ridiculous like that. It, yeah. would be, it would be exciting. Don't get me wrong. It'd be fun to watch, but I just don't see it. I don't see it happening, everybody. What do you think about the possible tournament for the first overall pick? Have you heard about that one? No, I haven't. They're throwing around ideas for um, having like the bottom four or six teams or something. Instead of just giving it to, I think, probably the Red Wings, they have a little tournament for the number one pick. Because um, technically, it's the same as the playoffs, right? Like technically, any of those teams could have sank to the bottom. You so. can't do that. That's that's silly. Because what if who, which players do you use? The players that are currently on the roster. When does this tournament take place? When the other teams are doing their playoffs? Yeah, assuming as, as soon as they get the green light. Yeah, man, imagine that if you're the sixth place, worst place team, and you end up getting the first overall pick. Well, one of the uh, that Lafreniere kid is supposed to be one of the best prospects in a long time. Forever, I heard he's the best player in the world. Heard it from a friend of mine. Yeah. Yeah, he's the best. He's going to be the next um, Wayne Gretzky. But I don't, I don't know. The poor Red Wings, if they, that happened, Stevie Wise probably just shaking his head like, what did I do to deserve this? If that, that comes to fruition, that would be exciting. All these ideas are exciting. I don't think they're necessarily fair, but they're very yeah. exciting. for the fa- exciting a, as fans. Yes, yeah. as a fan, but as a player, you're just like, this is bogus. You can't have a tournament for the – you think those players are going to want to go out and play, especially those guys who are going to be free agents next year? 
Right. Oh, yeah, I, I really want to try for my team. If, if you're a guy who's on a, the last year of his contract and you haven't even discussed a, an extension, you're going to tank to lose that game so they don't get that first pick. You're going to be so bitter. It's like, yeah, like, I, like I'm going to want to play a tournament to extend my season by another week when I'm not going to be on this team anymore. Yeah, but on the flip side, wouldn't those guys want to perform for a contract for somewhere else, though? Not really. If they've already had a whole season, like if you're a, a young kid potentially, but if you're an older guy who's been on that team, like um, I'm trying to think of a name on Ottawa who's an older guy, like a Tyler, or he's got traded, like an Anthony Duclair, he's already had his season. You know, he's had a yeah. good season. He's not going to want to go out there and block a shot and break his leg just so they get a high draft pick. Right. Right. Exciting, like I said, for the fans. But, well, I don't know. What do I know? I don't know anything. Nothing at all. So let's get to this to the show, Tim. You had an exciting idea. Why don't you explain it? Um, okay. So the 2003 NHL draft is pretty much gone down as the best draft in the deepest class in history. Um, people like to think all the time, imagining, like, if we knew now what we – if we knew then what we know now, how would the draft go if we redid it? based on performance over the last, I guess, what is that, 17 years now, which is crazy to think about. Um, so we thought about, you know, just redoing the draft ourselves based on the players that we like. And, you know, we can just, John and I can just rotate, um, picking those guys, maybe defend the picks a little bit. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of – you're going to disagree with every pick I make. Every pick I make, you're going to be like, yeah, Tim, that was stupid. This guy's still here. Um, you're just going to pick every Boston player that was drafted in that draft. Yeah, there wasn't really- I, I'll take Byron Bits in the second for the third overall pick. Remember Byron Bits? Yeah, he was terrible. Yeah, but he played on the Bruins for a couple of years. Not a couple of years. He played for a couple of games. He was in Providence. No, 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 no. He played for more than a couple of games. Anyways. No, he didn't. So I wanted to do just the 10 overall picks, and we each picked the first overall pick, and we went and we, we kind of contrasted our pick and see who had a better top 10. But Tim doesn't want to do that. Tim wants to do the full 30 picks. So that's what we're going to do. So we're going to buzz through it a little quicker. We're not going to have that much discussion. So we're going to do 30 picks and alternate. Bing, 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 bing. Correct, Tim? That's your idea? If you're going to start the show by throwing me under the bus, I think that's fine, yeah. I, why would I change up my format? That's what I always do. <laughs> that's true, but you, you proposed that idea about two seconds before you turn the cameras on. That's when I do most of my thinking for the show. Yeah, okay. It's so funny. Um, Someone I know, it's like, yeah, if you'll need me, I'll be under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> a guy, a guy I used to play with before we do video and stuff. He'd be like, "Hey, if anybody needs me, I'll be under the bus." <laughs> so funny. <laughs> All right, so we got to figure out who's going to get first pick, Tim. How are we going to do this? Rock paper scissors, one time. Okay, ready? We're on. We're on, uh, we're on, video. We're on video, everybody. If you know, so you go on three, or do you go on four? On four. Rock paper okay, scissors. Go on shoot. Ready? Okay. okay. Rock paper scissors shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yeah, I won. I got scissors. He won paper. For the first overall pick, the Pittsburgh Penguins are proud to select. Should I give the previous pick as well or no? If you want to, John. So Pittsburgh took Marc-Andre Fleury. Now for my first overall pick, much to the chagrin of Tim Terzberger, I'm taking Patrice Bergeron from some French – team in the queue the Acadia Bathurst Titan Batiste Bergeron <sighs> Pittsburgh Penguins welcome imagine if they had Patrice Bergeron on their team instead of Marc-Andre Fleury pair him with Malkin and Crosby and Latang and that group how good they hold would on, be hold on hold on hold on yeah Fleury won on the cup let's not forget that but 
it's because they didn't have any good defensive forwards. Imagine stick Bergeron to be a third line center. Yeah, no, that's a great pick. I mean, I was thinking about this list earlier today and everyone, there's no, of all the stars in that list, only about half of them are still playing and none of those guys are still playing at an elite level except for him. Like who's, who's next as far as their current performance? I mean, Flurry is, is still playing at an elite, an elite level. Joe Pavelski's there. Burns is still there. But yeah, I, I think when I look at this lift, if I'm redrafting and I'm trying to get a longevity of a, longevity for a pick, I'm going with Bergeron. That, that's what I went for. I said, who's going to impact my team for the next 15 years? If I'm being short-sighted, I'm taking Ryan Getzlaff. You know, I, I want an elite yep. player for five to 10 years. That's what I'm getting. But I'm going, I'm playing the long game here. That's the kind of GM I am. Not you. You're probably going to pick someone flashy, flash in the pan like Hugh Jessamine. <laughs> try to get try I to know. get a couple good years out of him. All right, so there. That's my pick. He's that's off the board. Pick. He's off the board. Sorry, Tim. I knew you were going to pick him number two. Were you? Yeah, I was. I was going to pick. I would have taken taken him one. Um, the next one's tough. I'm going to go probably with the defenseman. There's a couple up there. Well, who? What's but, your team? Oh, you're just blowing this. Yeah, Carolina Hurricanes. Carolina, I'm going to take the second overall pick. Shea Weber. I thought you had a draft sheet already set up. Shea Weber. Congratulations, Shea. I was uh, planning on taking Bergeron. I didn't think you'd take him. Shea Weber from the Kelowna Rockets. Shea's known for his hard shot and his bone-crushing hits. Come on up to this stage, Shane, and get your Carolina Hurricanes jersey. Ah, Good yeah, pick. Yeah, obviously – Elite defenseman, Norris level, and he's still playing pretty well. He's having a solid year, even at 30, whatever he is now, 35. Um, great pick. I don't think it's a, a gr- overall great pick, knowing that the game has gone the way it has gone. There are definitely other players that I think, think are more about the valuable. Last 15 years. Yes, but I'm drafting for my team now. You, you said it before, if I knew now what I knew then. Because so I know where the game is going. I know that the game is getting faster. They're taking out the physical style of player. Okay, but, but if you want the guy for the last three years of his career, that's one thing. I'm drafting for the last 15 years. This is the L3 draft, buddy. I know. I would have taken Burns over Shea Weber. That's all I'm saying. What's you're on the clock now? I am on the clock. Okay, so the Florida Panthers are on the clock. Their original pick is Nathan Horton. Was a great pick for them. Very good pick. Um, but now. I think I'm going to go something a little bit flashy. I mentioned him earlier with the third overall pick, the Florida Panthers are proud to welcome in our state with no income tax. Everyone's happy here. Ryan gets off from the Calgary Hitman. Ryan, thank you very much. Come up to the stage. Appreciate it. Great pick. Great pick. Ah, Florida Panthers, him. I don't know who else was on the team at that time, but I, you can't go Ollie wrong with Ryan gets up. Oh, he was the captain, and then they was that Luongo was there. Maybe no, not. He might have been in Vancouver Luongo. still. But yes, all right. I'm taking gets off third. Good Go pick. ahead. Thank you. I am gonna take. What's Bernie. your team? You're blowing this draft. Columbus him. Blue Jackets originally picked Zherdev, which is probably the worst pick of the bunch. He he had you know he had some solid years, but um, he's not on par with the rest of these guys here. So, so you're still I'm going take, with the defenseman. Yeah, I'm taking Burnsy. All um, right, Brent Burns. Yep, yep. You can't go Good wrong. Pick. Yep. Burns originally drafted at the end of the first round by Minnesota. Played with him, obviously. So you you talk about him. He's your draft pick. Burnsy. Yeah, but talk about you. 
Oh, I'm sorry, everybody. Tim doesn't, he doesn't know how to make things fun for people. He doesn't know how to paint you a picture. He just kind of gives you the draft pick and then moves on. I really well, apologize. We're working with him. You All started right. this by saying that this has to be moving quickly. And then My you want fo- five-minute explications on every single person. What's an explication? Is that a new word we got to start using? It's a real word. An explication. There's an explanation. No explanation. Um, with the fifth overall pick, the Buffalo Sabres, wow, this is a, their original pick was Tom McVannick, Thomas Vanek, which is not a bad pick, in my opinion. But the state of their team, they, they have a goalie. If they didn't have a goalie, I'd probably get Marc-Andre Fleury. Their goaltending situation is set. I'm going to go with the defenseman. I'm taking Dustin Bufflin. Ooh. Dustin Bufflin, come on up to the stage. Get your jersey. A big, mobile, fast defenseman has a cannon for a shot, moves like a cheetah out there when he wants to, can give you 20 minutes a game. He just does it all. Power play, penalty kill, is a physical force out there. I don't know what else you can ask for a player, especially getting him with the fifth overall pick. That's, that's a steal. Uh, I don't know about that. I had him ranked outside my top ten. A, steal, you, a you're racist, and B, you don't know hockey. It's a steal the draft. Okay. Another former team of mine is up next. So, yes, the San Jose Sharks, number six. They originally picked Milan Mikalik. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Um, I'm about to save a franchise right now, John. With the number six pick, they're going to draft Mark andre Fleury. How different would the last 15 years have gone for that team if they had a solid, legit, elite, number one goaltender? They would have won a few cups. Yeah, they, they were winning at least one or two. Um, yeah, they so, instead of well, they got one with Niemi, then they bounced around goalies for the next however many yeah. years trying to find that next Niemi. But yeah, even before they got Niemi, they would have won a couple because yeah. that was a dangerous team for a long, long time. Now they're like going to pick. So. I like that pick. I really do. All right, moving along. Another Western Conference team, the Nashville Predators. Nashville's on the clock. Um, he doesn't know what he's doing. This, this GM. What, what's his name? The GM there? Do Boyle. What is it? Boyle with a P. Poyle. So his original pick was a good pick. Ryan Sutter or Suter? How do you say Suter. that? I'm going to take my old buddy from the Buffalo Sabres from the University of Minnesota, Thomas Vanek. He's an elite level sniper. He puts the puck in the net. When you're in a honky tonk town like that, you need goals, baby. You need to put the butts in the seats and they want to see the red light flashing. So we're going to pick Thomas Vanek. Come on up to the stage, Thomas. Ah! All right, there you go. Boom. I like my pick so far. I really do. Well, you should. They're your, they're your picks. All right, next one is number eight, Atlanta Thrashers. Originally picked Braden Coburn. Uh, not terrible. He was a solid NHL defenseman for a few years. Bounced around. Um, probably played his best years in Philadelphia, but definitely probably not a top round one talent. Um, but if you remember, the Thrashers had some elite wingers, right? They had Kovalchuk, they had Hossa at some point. Um, they had Kozlov at the end of his career. But they didn't really have a number one legit two-way superstar center, and they were about to get it. Eric Stahl, welcome to the Thrashers, number eight. Player. Oh, that is a good pick. He was the original number one overall. No, sorry, he was number two overall originally. Wow. Okay, good pick. Who's next now? We got Calgary. Does anybody remember this name? Dion Phaneuf. You remember that what, guy? What did you call him? What was your name? Princess Dion. Yeah. That guy cool. bailed out of so many hits when I would try to hit him. It just drove me crazy. And he was the worst. He had this little high-pitched voice. Oh, I couldn't stand him when he was with Toronto. Couldn't stand him. 
Red hair, did you, gross. Did you most play against him when he was in Toronto? You were in Buffalo? Well, I played against him when he was in Calgary. We, we, we played against each other quite a bit. So, But, yeah, mostly Buffalo-Toronto. We played them, like, gosh, eight times, I think, a year. It was great. Back when rivalries were rivalries. It was awesome. So, anyways, Calgary's going to not pick Dion Phaneuf. Calgary Flames with the ninth overall pick. <sighs> Even though I don't want to do it from the London Knights, Corey Perry. Corey Perry, come on up to the stage. One of those guys you love to hate, Corey Perry, gets under your skin, elite talent. He's won a heart, heart trophy in his career. He, he would do some damage in Calgary. He would, he would make them an elite-level team. Pair him with Johnny Gaudreau, those guys, not a bad he combination. make up for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so now I got Montreal Canadiens on the clock, number 10. They picked uh, Andre Kostitsin as originally. Again, solid pick, not, never an elite player. Um, definitely some bigger talents on the board. Um, gosh, I'm going to go with little Joe Pavelski. Wow. There's so many no, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Good player. Very good Obviously, player. A strong two way center. He can play on the wing. He's probably the best, uh, net front presence in the league. Or at least as far as it goes, tipping shots, he's just the best. The videos. Have you seen the videos? I mean, you've probably seen I've it. seen the videos. I've seen it in person. He's a, he's Amazing. originally drafted 205th. Which is crazy. That's a pretty big jump for him to go to 205th. To when did you pick him? 10th? 10, yeah. That's a pretty big jump. But there's a – I don't know. I hate to badmouth my buddy Joe. I feel like there's a couple players that you should have picked above him. All right. I'll, I'll pick one right now. The Philadelphia Flyers originally took Jeff Carter. Not a bad pick. Guy's still playing, still putting up decent points. I'm going to go with a guy who is very underrated – Hard worker. I've seen it in person. I train with him in the summer a lot. First guy in the gym usually. Always, he's, he's one of those guys who he's a pain in the behind to play with in the summer because he just goes hard all the time to the point where it's like, hey, man, it's the summer. It's summer hockey. You're not having like, fun. You don't, have to be, you don't have to be forechecking and backchecking me that hard. You know, like when it's summer hockey and I'm playing with all these like NHL guys, I'm trying to score goals. I'm having fun. We're just trying to get a sweat. But he's like, he's actually playing like it's the game. Anyways, my pick is Zach Parisi. Ooh. Zach Parisi, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see in Philadelphia. Have, have a have a good flight. So that yeah, Zach Parisi. He was originally selected by the New Jersey Devils. Where was he originally? Seventeen selected. Seventeen for the Devils. Yeah, I like. He's a good player. He's still playing. He's still valuable. He's had a good career, a quietly good career. He gets fifty, sixty points a year. You know, he's not gonna blow the doors up point wise, but he's responsible. He's just a good player. He had that one year for the Devils. He had 97 back in probably 07, 08, something like that. Yeah, he's a, he, he can put up points, but he's also very responsible, hardworking. He doesn't need any highlight or any praise. He just does his job. I love those kind of players. Zach, I'm not going to pay up $100 million, though, I'll tell you that. Yeah. No chance, Zach. No chance at all. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner still has hundreds of sports, events, and games to wager on. Or let them bring Vegas to you with their online casino and blackjack. All open 24 hours a day and all online, including their $750,000 poker series. If you're into props and entertainment betting, You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the weather. Visit their website and join today to receive a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. 
be sure to use promo code BLUEWIRE. That's BLUEWIRE. Bet online, your online wagering experts. Um, all right, number 12, Rangers. Originally picked a guy you never heard of, Hugh Jessiman. Um, uh, correction. His name is the Huge Specimen. <laughs> That's his name. Um, yeah, so pass on that guy. And I'm going to draft the guy that I think the Rangers could have used. And again, another team that, that came close, like the Sharks, a few times, um, even went to the finals in one, one year. But I think what they were probably missing um, was a solid number one elite defenseman in the prime of his career. They had a few guys that they had maybe just passed his prime. Um, but I think having a number one rock on the blue line all those years would have been huge for them. I know who you're going to pick, a right-handed shot. I'm going back and forth between two, but I am actually going to pick, not who you think, Ryan Suter. Oh, wow. Ryan Suter. I thought he – wasn't he already drafted? No. We talked no, about he was him. not. Good pick. I liked it. I thought you were going to go Seabrook. Yeah, it was, it was between the two of them. But just because you said right-handed shot, I'm like, okay, I'm not giving in to John. I'll take Suter here. Oh, I, I, that's a good pick. I, I thought he got picked. I, I might have picked him earlier. All right, where are we on to? He's better than Hugh Jessman. I'll say that. He's an upgrade. You're in the He's Kings definitely now. definitely upgrade. Yeah, we're on the Kings. I'm going to take Jeff Carter. He's there right now. He's a big, tall guy. He's physical. He can, he can move around the ice. He's still you know, a playmaker, but he's, he's a goal scorer. He's a Hollywood-type player. He's got the look. He's got the personality. I'm taking Jeff Carter for the Los Angeles King. Original pick, Dustin Brown, who's still there, by the way. So yeah. they didn't do too bad, and they would be teammates. There you go. Because I think the LA Kings have a, a pick later on in this draft. I might pick up Dustin Brown to unite them again. All right, next, number 14, Chicago Blackhawks. Originally selected a guy named Brent Seabrook. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to keep him there. Brent Seabrook. I mean, doesn't get better than that. How can you take three cups away from someone and pick somebody else and hope you do better than that? So Brent Seabrook sticking there um, at number 14, and I'm not budging on that one. Even with his problems the last five years, his injury problems, the game kind of passed him up. With all you know, you're still going to, you're going to, you know, play. That's an exaggeration. Four years ago, they won the cup. So I'm going to say, yeah. That's fine. true. That's true. All right. All right. I, I love, I love him. He's a good player. All right. Good pick. We're moving on. New York Islanders. Now it gets a little tricky. All right. The New York Islanders, I'm going to take. Has Eric Stahl been picked? You took him. Yep. All right. I, you know what? I'm going to stick with the Chicago Blackhawks theme. I'm going to jump for a goalie. I'm going to take Crow, Corey Crawford. Give them stability in the net. They didn't really have a good, stable goaltender on the island for a long time. So I'm going to take Corey Crawford. That's my pick. Or Jimmy Howard's there. Too. Uh, no, Corey Crawford. I'm going to take Corey. He's an underrated goalie. Won a couple cups. Yeah. You know? All right, I'm taking him. I'm taking him. I'm moving on. I've already moved on. So Sharks again. They got Flurry now with the uh, – what pick was that? Number um, – Six pick. Six. So can so, we just say they're, they had two picks in the top 16 in this draft in the most amazing draft, arguably that's ever been drafted. They got Milan Mahalik and Steve Bernier. Yeah. Like talk about two massive swings and a misses. If you're the San Jose sharks and you pick up like a guy, well, who was drafted? If you get a Ryan Suter and a Jeff Carter or a Brent Seabrook or a Zach Parise or a Getzlaff or a Burns or any of those guys, like your franchise is completely altered. It's just – that's a huge swing and a miss by Doug Wilson there. Two of them. All right, go ahead. Sorry. 
No, I totally agree. I mean, it's just, it's, it'll drive you crazy to look at guys who were taken, like who was taken right after two picks after, and uh, you can just kill yourself looking this stuff up. Mm-hmm. But so what, like I was saying in this new draft, they took flurry with that number six pick, which means they don't take Brent Burns, which means they're going to have a need for an elite defenseman. And I'm, I'm, this might be a bit of a reach, but I'm drafting for need knowing that they have a lot of strength up front in Thornton, Marlowe, all those names. So I am taking with this pick Dion Phaneuf. Ugh, gross. You're you taking can, people Phaneuf. forget how good he was earlier in his career, putting up 50, 60, 56 points. He was just a, a solid two way defenseman, banging bodies, putting up pims. Power play, yeah. one of the hardest shots in the league for a couple of years. I think he does Yuck. very well. In San Jose, you're you lost. I lost all respect for you. Okay. All right. Moving on to the New Jersey Devils original pick, Zach Parisi, who we heard about earlier, a guy who I've had a few run-ins with along the way. Scores scores some points. Doesn't protect himself when he's through the through the neutral zone. You, I think, wrote a scathing blog about it at one point in your career about me oh, yes. taking this guy's head off with a legal check, mind you, that I got. Raked over the coals for for some reason. Um, I'm taking Louis Erickson. Elbow to the head. It was a shoulder to the chest, and the elbow followed through. Did not even contact his head. Um, I'm taking Louis Erickson for Olunda Hockey Club in Switzerland. Welcome. Careful walking up the stairs, Louis. We don't want to get hurt. Come and get your jersey. He's still (laughs) playing this guy. He's still playing. He's still kicking around. Fourth line in Vancouver right now. And he's making what five million a year, probably. He's still making tons of dough, and he's doing well, even though he's just is a bobblehead out there. He doesn't know what he's doing. He just gets buried every every few games. He just gets his block knocked off because he doesn't know how to protect himself. He just admires passes and shots, and just like, oh, look at how pretty my shot is. Boom, heads up, Louie. All right, moving on to the Washington Capitals. Yeah, so I think. What we when we think about the Capitals and how close they came and how good they were for so long without 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 ever getting over that hump, I think part of that was because of how flashy they were, but didn't have a solid two way and defensive game. And when I think of when I look at this list and arguably the best shutdown center and best two way center, at least in his prime, people again people forget how good he really was. Maybe reaching a little bit again here, but I, I'm really liking this pick, Mike Richards. Mike again, Richards, Backstrom. Shut you know shut down the, t- the other team's top line, kill penalties. They could have really used it during those prime years in the, in the 2010s. So I think he's going to be big for them. Mike Richards, come on up, come on up. He was a really good player for a really long time. He really was. Like he, that's a good pick. I um I am happy with that pick. That is, I like that pick. All right, Anaheim Ducks. Oh, the California. The original pick can't get any better than Ryan Getzoff at 19. Am I right? That's, like, that's just- a pretty solid original pick. I'm not going to be able to top that. That is like a steal of the draft. Um, I don't know what their team makeup looked at this point. Is this when they had Solane? They had yeah. a pretty decent team. They might have won the cup the next year, right? They had Solani and Niedermeyer, but this is before Pronger. This is before, I mean, Bobby Ryan, obviously. Perry came later this round, so they don't. I think they win a cup in a few years after this, maybe four, yeah. five, five, six. So they're close. So they're going to need a player. What's that? Oh six, oh seven, they won. Yeah, so they're very close. They're going to need an impact player and an impact player fast. So I'm going to pick a player who is physically intimidating. He he can play a man's game right away. Um, Braden Colburn. 
He's a big body defenseman. He moves the puck somewhat well. He can play in your 3-4 slot, and he just kills penalties. He does the job. That's all he does. He's not flashy. He's in your face. He's a scrummy kind of defenseman. I like him. I like him on my team. He's not going to do anything flashy. He's going to get you 20, 25 points a year, but he's going to kill penalties, play 15, 20 minutes. That's my pick. Stanley Cup, Anaheim Ducks. Solid pick. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Number 20, Minnesota Wild originally picked Brent Burns. Um, I mean, great pick. Gosh. This is where we really start reaching a little bit and getting a little deeper. Start maybe going on personal preferences, but gosh, I'm gonna go. I guess, in my opinion, best player available. I don't know how what what need is gonna meet for them, but uh, Nathan Horton. Oh still wow, he is still yeah. available. Two way two way forward, heavy shot. He's got a big heart. I think it'll be great. I mean, he'll be well loved in Minnesota. Good pick. Good pick. I like that. He's I, I play juniors with him, Nathan Horton. Yeah, this, yeah, this jun- is kind of the group you came up with, right? Yeah, we played junior B at Thorold Blackhawks together. When we played, he was like 13 years old. I was 16 or 17. He's a good, good player. Big, big boy, too. Lugs the puck up and down the ice. So what pick was that, Minnesota Wild? Yeah, that was number 20. All right, I'm, uh, the Bruins. Um, so they originally picked Mark Stewart. He's a good player. He's got a heck of a beard now, by the way. Like, massive. Where did yeah. you see him? I saw him in Winnipeg for this um, the hockey tournament, charity hockey tournament. He showed up. I was like, Mark Stewart, what happened to you, man? <laughs> All right. Um, the Bruins like their big bodies. They like their big centermen. They like the guys who can win the draw, the Joe Thorntons, those, those guys, those type of players. So I'm going to take uh, Brian Boyle. He's a wow. good – he's six foot seven. He's from the Boston area, I believe, right? Yeah, he's from Hingham. So I don't know where that is, but I'm assuming it's in the Boston area. And he's a hometown kid. I, I think he'd be a good fit in Boston. Brian Boyle, body by Boyle. He also went to BC, so he'd be a super hometown boy. Is BC a local club team, or what is that? I'm not yeah, I'm confused. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to look it up. All right, so there, that's the Bruins picks. Oh, we're up to Edmonton. Um, Edmonton. Now, they picked Mark Pouliot originally at 22. I don't even know that name. Do Mark you? Antoine Pouliot. I have not heard of that guy, no. Um, Another stellar first-round pick for Edmonton. (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, this is before, obviously, the Taylor Hall days, which was the first of many first-round picks for them. This is, guys, who did they have on the team at the time? Horkoff, Hemsky, uh, Ryan Smith. Ryan Smith, they had a good team. They had um, Fernando Pisani. They had had a decent team. I'm going to pick the best player available that has actually won a cup, Dustin Brown. Oh, Dustin Brown, old greaseball Dustin Brown. Yeah, he can play both wings. He can um, kill penalties. He's a leader, obviously. He's doing what it takes to win. Um, Getting him this late in the draft, I think they'll be happy about that. So, yeah, Edmonton. A a face only a mother could love, Dustin Brown. Not a very handsome guy on and off the ice, if that says anything about him, which I think it does. It says says a lot. Um, Good pick. All right, moving on to the Vancouver Canucks. Oh, man. So they have the Sedins. The original pick was Ryan Kessler. They have some decent talent, but what plagued them for years was not being able to find secondary scoring. They had the Sedins. They picked up Burroughs. They had some other pieces, but they didn't have a really solid second line there ever. So I'm going to draft someone who's going to anchor their second line, Tyler Johnson. Centerman, playing with Tampa Bay now. 
What's that? <laughs> that's, not, that's not the same Tyler Johnson. Yes, it is. Are you sure? Yeah, I think so. It's not. Who's the Tyler Johnson I'm thinking of then? You're thinking of a, who's drafted by the Lightning? Yeah, the guy in the Lightning. Yeah, it's not the same one. What? Are you sure? Yeah. Are you positive? Yep. Oh, man. I was like so jacked up. Tyler Johnson was still there. No, he's well, a no. Let's see. His, hold on. Yeah, he's younger. Dang it. I just Googled him. This Tyler Johnson was born in 1990. When were these guys born? This draft, 1980-something? Yeah. Oh, okay. New pick. Who's this Tyler Johnson I'm thinking of then? Who's this joker? Tyler no Johnson. Way. All right. I'm going to redo my pick then. The Vancouver Canucks. Well, I might as well take another player who had a sneaky good career, but didn't really get much hype for it. <sighs> he signed a big contract in Buffalo. I play with him. I want to pick Matt Molson just because we're in the same fantasy football league together, but I don't. Because I think a guy like Clark MacArthur or Lee Stempniak, oh, or even a Patrick Eves, I'm like really torn here. All right. Okay. I can't. I'm going to go Lee Stempniak. Lee Stempniak. I'm going to take him. I'm going to take him. I'm going to take him. Lee Stempniak. I feel like he's the guy, whenever a team with a deadline needs some secondary score and they just trade for Lee Stempniak. He's bounced around quite a bit. He's obviously not playing anymore, but he's, didn't he win a cup with Pittsburgh? I can't remember if he did, but yeah. All right. I'm taking Lee Stempniak after our, I feel like the Toronto Maple Leafs when they, it was a free agency period and they were trying to sign a defenseman. Oh, the, the name is blanking me here. So they were, they ended up signing Jeff finger and he was playing in San Jose. I I think I, and I told the story. Yeah. So the guy signs him from Colorado and they thought they were getting someone else, but it was Jeff finger. And they woke up the next morning. They just given him like $3 million a year. (laughs) Anyways, all right, go ahead. So you're on to Philadelphia. Another Philadelphia first-round pick. Yep. 24, they originally picked Mike Richards. And they had a good draft. Jeff Carter, Mike Richards. Sorry to yeah. cut you off. That's a heck of a draft. Oh, that's amazing. All right, go um, ahead. Two Sorry. Centers, two centers is a bold pick, but they mm-hmm. obviously they, they pick well. I'm going to they were they were a problem with that team. They, um, they got into a little too much trouble. They got shipped out of there pretty fast. Yeah, this, the rumors, the stories have been told. Yes, and they are, from what I hear, are very true. So they got shipped out to a place where you could find good, wholesome fun is Los Angeles. That was that worked out for them. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Um, okay, so Philadelphia, they, they like some sandpaper to their game. They like some shutdown forwards, two-way physical players. Um, not the most popular guy in the league, but, again, effective when he's, when he's on his game. I'll pick Ryan Kessler here. Oh, I thought you were going to take Dan Crisillo. I was going to be like, are you nuts? Ryan Kessler, good pick. The most hated guy in hockey for years, like years. There was cheers heard around the world when Max Domi knocked him out. It was, it was, it was, I got text messages and I was texting everybody. I'm like, yes, can you believe it? All right, moving on. Back-to-back picks here for the LA Kings. So they had three first-round picks in the first round. They chose Dustin Brown, Brian Boyle, and Jeff Chamberlaine originally. So with the well, no, I got Florida. Excuse me. I jumped right over Florida. Yeah, you jumped. They originally picked Anthony Stewart. Not going to pick them. I'm going to take Matt Molson, my guy. I talked about him earlier. An unknown scorer. He, he did well with the Islanders for years, playing with Johnny T. Put up some decent amount of goals. 
did well in Buffalo his first few years there. Like, got some decent points, but kind of fell off after he signed that big contract and didn't really live up to it. So, you know, I'll ride him for 10 years. Matt Molson. I have an easy pick here. Um, was going to pick him earlier, didn't he? Kept sliding and sliding. But with number 26 for the Kings, again, they picked Brian Boyle originally. I want to say similar player, but similar position, big size, two-way forward, David Backus. Oh, a lot of yes. leadership. Again, a player, you forget how good he was. He's putting up 60, 70 points and shutting down other teams every night. Um, captain of his team, I think he'll do very well in the West Coast. I crossed him off my list by accident. I would have picked him earlier. I would have picked him over Lee Stampniak, 100%. <laughs> yeah. All right, with the second pick for Los Angeles, this is before Jonathan Quick. This is pre-Quickie area. They they're, don't really have a decent goalie. I'm going to take – I don't – see, people forget that he's a good goalie. They just think of him, well, he's just on a, you know, he's still playing. He shouldn't play. He's on a bad team now. He's been on a bad team for a long time. I'm going to take Jimmy Howard. Good goalie. Scored my final collegiate goal on him, by the way. Or no, that was Brian Elliott. Another goalie in this draft that we haven't picked. Yeah. Interesting. All right. I'm, I'm taking Jimmy. Halak's still there. I, I'm taking Jimmy Howard for the LA Kings. They just get, uh, who they get? Backus and Jimmy Howard. Not, not bad. Two, two American boys. Um. All right, twenty-eight. Three, and a half ducks. three picks to go here. And yeah, for those who are how, still. Looking. How about Anaheim's draft pick nineteen and twenty-eight? They get Getzlaff and Perry. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing is right. Um. And how do you p- possibly top that? You can't. Anaheim Ducks. Don't. Yeah. Originally picked Perry at twenty-eight. Um. Gosh. Everyone's tuning out right now, Tim. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick okay, underrated player, but an important player, Nate Thompson. Oh. He's good one pick. of the best fourth line centers in the league. Um a lot of character, a lot of grit. I'm gonna pick him and feel good about it. I like 20. that pick. I really like that pick. Very, very good. I like that. All right, moving on. Ottawa Senators originally took Patrick Eves. Good player, serviceable, got you know an up and down career, but I'm, I'm going to go kind of off the board as well. I, this is a player who I, I despise playing against. Absolutely hated him. We battled all the time. I think he bit a guy's finger in one scrum. Maxim Lapierre. Oh, oh I hated that guy. I know, Lappy. He He's not going to play in my top two lines. I'm not expecting him there. I'm going to expect him to be on my third line. I want him to kill penalties. That's all I want him to do. You know, chip in offensively every three or four games. That's it. I, I think he can succeed in that role. So, Maxime Lapierre. The last so pick, Tim. Oh, boy. Yeah, we are down to the final pick, number 30 here. Um, and there's actually a, a, some solid NHL players here. Um, but what I'm going to do is pick – so this is for the Blues. Number 30, originally picked Sean Bell. And we mentioned him before we started. Was that a guy you came up with or, or knew? Yeah, played with him in the minors, first-round draft pick, um, big-time bust. Big, big, strong guy. One of the fastest players ever played with, like so fast, but just very, very timid and scared to go get the puck when someone dumped it in his corner. Yeah, he played 20 NHL games, had one assist. Yeah. Um, gosh. So I'm going to grab the um, originally picked by the Sharks, Milan McCulloch. He had some big scoring years. He's a really good secondary scorer. He put up – 41 year. No, he didn't. 40 assists. 26 goals, 24, 23, 22, 18, 35. He had some big years. Um, put him on the right line. He, he'll find the net. 
I would have gone Matt Carl or uh, yeah. Kevin Klein in that position. I almost went with uh, Kostitsin, Mark Stewart. I mean, even Carl Matt, Matt Nickerson. Him, there's there's a lot of good players who are still out there that you didn't you didn't pick. How many of but those anyways. guys have scored thirty goals in the season though? And he did it a few times. And he did it because so. he was sucking on Jumbo's teeth. All right, he was thirty five in, in Ottawa. Who was he playing with then? Spezza. I don't think so. I think Spezza. Yeah. Was no, he was there. Anyways, um, I don't know if this was interesting or not. It, it was fun for me to go through and see because I played against all these guys. It's fun to see where they drafted and re-ranking them. It's definitely interesting. Hopefully, it was interesting for you guys to listen to. I think the next one I want to do, Tim is maybe we can do this next episode is just have a draft we draft one team we get to draft a goalie defenseman one roster one roster 23 players but we have to go by the salary cap i think that'd be fun and then we can get, throw it online see get fans to vote see who has the best teams so current I, players current players using the current salary cap we can set the salary cap for what it is we'll, we'll do the salary cap for this year yep you're gonna have to do a little research on it so i think that's fun so do you want to you want to do a draft style or just come prepare and, and present and defend our, our rosters? Draft style, so we can't pick the same player. Okay. Current players, best team, and maybe we get some people on with us. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll play around with it. Maybe I can get a couple guys to come and do it with us. That would be fun. All right, everybody. Well, I hope you're staying safe. I hope you enjoyed this. We sure enjoyed doing it. Um, if you didn't, just uh, shoot me a message and tell me we were terrible. You know, whatever. We'll adjust. We'll adjust on the fly. Um, Anyways, like I was saying, stay safe, keep yourself healthy, and um, see you later, everybody.